is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, friends. I am the Celebrity Medium welcoming you back to the report after a week off to celebrate America's independence. Hope you had a great holiday if you celebrated. I certainly did, and now I am ready to serve up some more of the most up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. We have a new arrival on the next world celebrity scene, as well as follow-ups to stories we've been following for some time now. So if you're ready to listen, I'm ready to talk. The name Noel Neal may not ring any bells for you, but if you ever saw the old Superman TV show, you'll recall her as one of the two actresses who played Lois Lane, girl reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet, the other actress being Phyllis Coates. Ms. Neal was the nicer of the two Loises, but for, for some reason the show's scripts always had Coates being more snippy to Clark Kent than Noel was. Noel Neal transitioned to the afterlife this past week at the age of 95. When she arrived in her new existence, there was, of course, the obligatory welcome by the self-appointed greeter to the stars, James Brown, as well as a medium-sized crowd of fans, according to sources who were present. In the crowd was not only George Reeves, who played the titular role on the TV show, but also Christopher Reeve, who played the Man of Steel in four Superman movies in the 70s. Although they have similar last names, it's just a coincidence the two men are not related. Now, both Reeve and Reeves were wearing Superman costumes, which I'm told made Neil laugh. The three posed for many photographs, and the actress seemed to enjoy the attention. Except for a few occasions, she retired from acting back in 1954. A source tells me that she heard Neil telling the two Supermen that the fuss over her gave her fond memories of her days in showbiz. Aww. There are rumors swirling that a next world revival of the Superman TV show may be in the works, but nobody has confirmed anything to do with that yet. Now, one big question, of course, is whether Reeves, Reeve, or even Kirk Allen, who played Superman in a movie serial that preceded the TV show, would star in any such project. Time which the afterlife has an infinite supply of, will tell. I've been telling you about the very peculiar role reversal between movie star Marilyn Monroe and former First Lady Jackie Kennedy for weeks now. Monroe, who is dating Jackie's ex-husband John F. Kennedy, has taken on the look, style, and mannerisms of Jackie. And the exact opposite is true for Jackie, who is currently seen around town on the arm of Ronald Reagan. Now, my sources tell me that the two are mimicking each other to such a degree that people who see them aren't always sure which one they're looking at. One gossip mag reported that Jackie recently got quietly fitted for a dress identical to the one Marilyn Monroe wore in the movie The Seven Year Itch. It, it's the one she has on when she's standing on a subway grating and the breeze comes out of it, blows her dress up. You, you've seen photos of it, I'm sure. 
Sources tell me that with her new breast implants, Jackie filled out the dress every bit as well as Marilyn did back in her Hollywood days. Now, as I mentioned a few weeks back, for her part, Monroe has been seen in an outfit matching the one Jackie wore in Dallas back in 1964, complete with pink pillbox hat. That's, that's more than a little creepy. Up to this point, the two don't seem to have crossed paths, but I'm told that is about to change. Both of them and their current paramours have been invited to an upcoming gala at iVironment along with several hundred, uh, hundred other notables. It is going to be absolutely fascinating to hear what happens when the two are in the same room. Will they still resemble each other at that point? Or will one or both of them revert to her own persona? Brothers Orville and Wilbur Wright, co-inventors of the airplane, have completed their first porno movie after having both struck out with astronaut Sally Ride and as male models. First reports from the set were, as I told you, less than stellar, with word that their co-star Linda Lovelace found it difficult to stifle giggles at their old-timey mustaches and crew members whispering that their anatomy pales in comparison to that of their other co-star, John Holmes. The movie titled Biplane has now been released to the public and comments on afterlife social media from those who have seen it are no less disparaging. Many of the comments include puns on the word cockpit. <laughs> Some people are suggesting that the brothers should go back to the workshop to try to invent something to help themselves if you catch my drift. So basically the bottom line here is that the rights seem to have chosen the wrong profession once again. I have to say, I really kind of feel sorry for Orville and Wilbur. Things seem to have gone off the rails when Sally Ride spurned both of them in favor of their sister, and the boys have been grasping at straws trying to prove their manhood to the next world public ever since. If I could give them some advice, it would be, just, just boys, just put the past beside and just move on. I mean, after all, you have eternity to figure out what to do with yourselves. Lastly, in a story that just fascinates me for some reason, the simmering feud between Tammy Faye Baker and her fellow former televangelist Jan Crouch seems to be coming to a head. The two are the stars of the Afterlife TV show, Tammy's Court. A Jan who plays the bailiff seems to enjoy trying to upstage Tammy, who isn't seeing the humor in it. The producers who edited Tammy's annoyed reactions to Jan's mugging for the camera out of the show's pilot episode have been leaving them in in subsequent episodes as they feel it adds an element of tension to the program. Sources tell me that on one that aired last week, Tammy seemed to be about to reach her breaking point. In the middle of one of the show's cases between a brother and sister fighting over custody of a dog, Tammy caught Jan fixing her over-the-top makeup off-camera. Are we boring you, Mrs. Crouch? Tammy snapped at her. Jan pretended not to hear her, and Tammy asked the question again. I'm told that Jan had a fake look of innocence on her face, 
as she responded, Oh no, your highness, I just want to look as good as my contract will allow. A snide reference to the clause that requires her not to compete with Tammy's new subdued look. My sources say that Tammy was visibly steaming for the rest of the show. You know that train wreck I've been predicting since the show first aired? I think it's about to happen any day now. Okay, time to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. Please come back next time when I will again have a roundup of the most up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. I beseech you to please tell your friends and family that the report is available for free on both iTunes and in the Google Play Store. I'm the Celebrity Medium. See you back here next week. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.